Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is community, rediscovering one another. After being physically separated for more than a year, we are looking forward to the opportunity to reconnect and become even more the kind of community that God intends. May the power of the resurrection strengthen us on this journey. Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 6. One Sabbath, while Jesus was going through the grain fields, his disciples plucked some heads of grain, rubbed them in their hands, and ate them. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered, Have you not read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and took and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for anyone but the priest to eat, and gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught, and there was a man whose right hand was withered. The scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would cure on the Sabbath so that they might find an accusation against him. Even though he knew what they were thinking, he said to the man who had a withered hand, Come and stand here. The man got up and stood there, and then Jesus said to him, I ask you, is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save life or to destroy it? After looking around at the group gathered, at all of them, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. The man did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and disgust with one another what they might do to Jesus. Here ends the reading. There are countless ways to explain the impact of Jesus. Now, although plenty have tried, all have fallen short of the revolutionary way Jesus changed the world forever. Now, as I read today's lessons, I couldn't help but think about the theological context into which Jesus stepped and think it would be helpful for all of us to consider that before getting to the root of today's message. Now, in the first century, the Jewish people lived with an incredibly thorough set of legal boundaries. Although there were multiple major groups within Judaism, and we certainly know the big two, Pharisees and the Sadducees, all of the major Jewish groups defined their way of life by a complex set of laws. The Jewish legal system is based on a simple desire to live life the way God wanted them to live. Obviously, this is a great intention. God chose the Jewish people to be the people from which the salvation of the world would come, and the Jews wanted to do their best to be worthy of being chosen. Here's the problem. The Jewish people received a high-level set of commandments meant to ground their social system, but they began to ask very human questions about those commands. They wanted to know details, to define parameters and set limits, and to know to the letter exactly what could and could not be done at any given time. Now, these questions, although asked faithfully, took them down a path that left behind the simplicity of the original commandments in favor of a vast, albeit impressive, religious legal structure. Now, Jesus stepped into this complexity. We can say plenty about Jesus and his message, but one of the truths of his message is very simple. The law 
won't save you. Only God saves. And we often forget that Jesus was raised to be a good Jewish man. By all accounts, his family was faithful and good. Jesus worshiped in the synagogues. He is called rabbi by many, and his followers are almost entirely good, faithful Jewish people too. Jesus had no intention of undermining the goodness of the Jewish tradition, but he most certainly sought to get the laws out of God's way. Today's lesson recalls two of those moments. In both of today's small stories, Jesus acts outside the typical limits of the Sabbath. Picking grain and healing the sick are both considered work that cannot be done on the Sabbath day when the Jews strictly observed a no-work policy. Uh, Let me be clear. The idea of not working on the Sabbath day is a great idea. I am certainly frustrated and disappointed all the time when I hear of people doing all kinds of activities on Sunday mornings when I wish they would simply take the time off to spend with their church community. Now the Jews, in an attempt to structure their lives with God at the center, made sure that work was not done on the Sabbath. A good idea, but Jesus points out the limits of those strict laws. Now in both cases, Jesus appeals to doing good rather than strictly adhering to their human laws. When people are starving, would God really wish them not to eat on the Sabbath? And when people are hurting, would God really wish them not to be healed on the Sabbath? For Jesus, this is a moment in which he leans firmly away from the complexity of the legal tradition so that he can live closer to God's goodness. Put another way, Jesus doesn't want anything to get in the way of living the life God wants him to live, even if that means getting religious laws out of the way. I think this has particular power for us. Our world is full of laws and rules and traditions and expectations. We are bombarded with who we ought to be, how we ought to act, and what is right or wrong. I believe that most people wish to be good most of the time, and that rules are an attempt at expressing that desire to be good. But we all know that rules can absolutely get in the way of the true good, of what is truly godly. This Easter season gives us a chance to consider who we really want to be, not only individually, but together in our St. Michael community. Today, Jesus challenges us to do what is right and good no matter what kind of rules tell us otherwise. We know that with Christ, all things are possible. Now, how about let's live like we believe it? Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that we, who celebrate with all the Paschal Feast, may be found worthy to attain to everlasting joys through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.